0: Hey everyone, this is Sarah from Bad Architecture. It's the second course of Bad Eats. We hope you enjoy this one and thanks for sticking with us through this two-part episode. Enjoy! Bad Architecture. I'm going to set the scene for you, okay? Imagine. It's the early 90s. The destination is the mall. You're in your best oversized Tigger t-shirt tucked into your jeans. Your airwalks are tied with Ben and Jerry's tie-dye laces. And you're with your best friend and her parents because you're in your early teens. And you walk under a carved plastic canopy of a massive tree. You're misted lightly with chlorinated water while the disembodied cawing of some bird sounds in the distance and an animatronic frog blinks lazily at you from another massive tree trunk. You are there. You are at the Rainforest Cafe, (laughs) a wild place to shop and eat. Oh, my God.
1: I forgot about the misting. (laughs) Oh,
0: listen. There's more water than you think at the Rainforest Cafe. All right. So now that you're with me and literally that was my over that was me in the 90s Aww. right there in the mall. That was that was me. This little is Sarah. What, little Sarah. <laughs> that's what this brought up. And now that you're there with me, now that I've set the scene, I'm going to share with you the amazing story of <laughs> an incredibly over the top place with mediocre food and a gift shop <laughs> called the Rainforest Cafe. A Wild Place to Shop and Eat. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because that's the full name of it. (laughs) (laughs) So let's dig into this. Um, Again, the Rainforest Cafe, A Wild Place to Shop and Eat, is the hazy-daisy jungle dream child of Stephen Schuessler, who is described by the Executive Speakers Bureau having as started his entrepreneurial career early with a paper route at nine years old and reinvented himself many times with more than a dozen jobs before his 16th birthday. As an executive in the television and broadcast industry, Stephen learned to sell concepts and the intangible. A creative type all his life, Schusler had a passion for conceiving concepts that appealed to the masses. Well, <laughs> concepts and the intangible. He succeeded. He he excelled at selling. Things that didn't exist. All right. So, Stephen and his intangible concepts skewed towards the theatric and the themed. Um, His first restaurant was the Jukebox Saturday Night Chain Nightclub and Restaurant in the Midwest. Um, But it was really when he conceived his intangible idea of the Rainforest Cafe that things really started to take off for him. Oh my God. So this idea of a wild place to shop and eat uh, went from concept to a reality in 1989 when he transformed his own personal home in the suburbs of Minneapolis into a prototype of a jungle-themed experience restaurant. <laughs> and he went full in, I mean, full in. Again, think of like a small, a small suburban house in Minneapolis. Oh my god. Over three <laughs> years and $400,000, oh. he created <laughs> <laughs> a prototype rainforest cafe, a wild place to shop and eat in his own home. Oh god. There was a greenhouse, <laughs> a 35 foot waterfall, Flocks of birds and butterflies. Um, somewhere said a river of antifreeze. What fake fake baby elephants, snakes, <gasps> alligators, fake fake snakes, fake alligators, real fish and birds in the antifreeze. And bab- I don't. I think I think the the they were. <laughs> I think the fish were in just like regular fish tanks. Okay, good. Um, and a ba- and a live baboon named Charlie. What? In his own home.
1: (gasps) Oh, the poor baboon. Oh, my God. (laughs) Don't let
0: me forget to mention the two giant 150-pound tortoises that were also there.
1: Oh, my God. He's an animal hoarder. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, God. These poor critters. So he
0: really committed to this prototype. Yeah, Um, he did. (laughs) And I'm scared to know how he acquired all these animals. Okay, we're in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Right. In the suburbs. (laughs) There's a baboon named Charlie. There's exotic birds. There are two 150-pound tortoises in this Uh, home. Oh, His neighbors thought he had, like, lost it and was doing, like, something illegal. Um, Well, it might have been. He, yeah, well, yeah, how did he get these animals? I feel like animal trafficking is... Yeah, right? I mean... Exotic animal trafficking, not good. No. And... Also, what happened to them after the prototype stopped being a prototype and went back to a home? I don't right. know. What happened? Nothing, oh, nothing mentioned how he got the animals or what happened to the animals' afterwards. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> just saying. And he really latched on to, you remember in the late 80s, early 90s, um, the push to save the rainforest was this real like social consciousness high that we were all riding on. We yes. didn't... I just remember, I don't know what was happening to them, but I knew that the rainforests were at risk. I knew yes. we had to save the rainforests. <laughs> yes. They were going away. We didn't know, I didn't know how, but I knew that we needed to save it. And this <laughs> restaurant just latched onto that and white knuckled it through and tried to make it part of that. And it does say many times that he was interested in this, which maybe he was, but I don't know. It just seems a little this seems a little bit too, like, let's get a catch on to this social (laughs) consciousness trend, and I'm going to ride it for all the money that it's worth.
1: Yeah, it sounds more (laughs) money-related. So one article shared that um,
0: he lived in his manufactured rainforest house for months on end, trying to bring in business partners, trying to sell the idea, bringing people to this home turned, like, fake rainforest. Um, Uh. (laughs) during the time he had to change Charlie the Baboon's diapers and feed the rest of the animals while trying to, um, keep outfitting the house with, like, stones and trees and, oh, and, like, I guess possibly could declare bankruptcy. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he went all in. This was his house. He slept, like, in a grotto? I don't know. Um... But he found a casino investor, somebody that's, like, in the casino business, but not in Las Vegas, like, in casinos outside of Las Vegas, named Lyle Berman, who finally decided to green light the Rainforest Cafe, a wild <sighs> place to shop and eat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, armed with this casino cash, the first rainforest cafe was built in no other place than the Mall of America. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and
1: that's like the perfect place.
0: In Bloomington, Minnesota. In, oh my yeah.
1: God.
0: <sighs> so, and it opened in April 1995 to a public hungry for this fever dream of oversized flora and fauna, food, and a full on corporate fantasy with a gift shop incorporated into the restaurant
1: Uh, yes (laughs) it was a fever dream (laughs) so
0: oh my god and it and it caught on like wildfire in a rainforest i don't know bad joke i don't even know that's i think they were being deforested i think it was corporate america buying up these places buying up acres
1: of land in correct. the rainforest, <laughs> yes, correct. Um, and they were cutting it down to like grow stuff. You know, mm-hmm. they still are, yeah. frankly. They still we are. just forgot about saving the rainforest because <laughs> it's you know not the '90s anymore.
0: Well, don't worry. The, the rainforest cafe again, foreshadowing. We kind of forgot about the rainforest cafe as well, right? But in the early '90s, this went hot. I mean. It went crazy. At it, according to an Eater.com article, at its peak, the Rainforest Cafe chain included 45 restaurants worldwide, but now oh. there's only 23 of them left. Um, there's still some left? <laughs> there's, still some, there's still some left. You can go. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, but they have changed, which I'll get to. So there was one in downtown Disney, the Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco, downtown Chicago. Um, Where the restaurant's mascot, Cha Cha, the tree frog, was perched on the high rise, like on the outside of the building in 1997.
1: That's what I remember.
0: Don't you remember (laughs) going out there? And it's across from
1: a big McDonald's, too.
0: So on one side of the intersection, there's this big McDonald's, and on the other side is this like box building with a
1: giant tree frog. Yep. Cha Cha. Yep. I only went once, and it was a long time ago. but you remember frog. it it's oh a my visceral God. memory the misting okay go ahead
0: <laughs> that yeah I hope that brought you back because let me tell you the logo for the sign is this kind of scripty lettering that says rainforest cafe and that is surrounded by a menagerie of um animal heads for the sign with like a cheetah, an iguana, uh, a baboon, maybe that's Charlie, Cha-Cha the chief tree frog. Oh you God. have a parrot coyly looking over its shoulder like it's <laughs> on the runway. It is coy. And, <gasps> and an alligator with a gold tooth side-eyeing everybody. Um, and that's this giant, massive sign that you would, in the mall, you would kind of walk under.
1: Oh, my God, the gold tooth, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, has a gold
0: tooth. It's weird. <laughs> That's so '90s. It's a really oh weird God. design decision.
1: Oh, that's weird. Okay. All right, and so you
0: walk into this place, <laughs> and it is like you are shrunken down, like Alice And Alice <laughs> in Wonderland. But instead of Wonderland, you are in some crazy reconcepting of what somebody on acid would imagine the rainforest to be like. Right, like if
1: you were an ant under these mushrooms.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> So this bar, the bar in the restaurant was oh. capped uh-huh, with oh. over with these gigantic mushrooms. And like the stem of it is where like all the bottles are. And then but then there's also like normal size foliage all around it. So all the scale is wild. The stools at the bar were <laughs> are just all the butts <laughs> and legs of all these animals. <laughs> that that's great oh god
1: so you get to sit there um so then there's like oversized glossy hold on if you're sitting on one of those stools and somebody takes a picture and you and you make your legs up like and crisscross
0: i bet bet it looks like you have the button legs of
1: oh that's the first thing i would have done with those (laughs) sorry but it's right. like it's all these. It's
0: like the Amazon, but or this like the rainforest, but really like Disneyfied. This is all very like geared for you to have a reaction. Like it's all like oh my gosh, it's glossy, it's candy colored. There's all these like crazy giant foliage, large vines crisscrossing the ceiling, and a menagerie of animatronic creatures. There's hypersized butterflies that like slowly flapped their wings. Um, There were panthers whose, like, tails twitched. Elephants, like, would trumpet. Like, these giant elephants, like, their ears would kind of flap. And these are, like, almost, they look maybe three-quarter size, um, the elephants. And, like, they had these, they look fairly real. And, like, their trunks would move and they'd make sounds. Their ears, like, twitch a little bit. There's monkeys that would swing through on the vines. Um, There was also something called Tracy, the talking tree that greeted... (laughs) terrified customers in in my head young and old and she would like rattle off rainforest facts like some curse nerd ensconced in a tree forever oh my god (laughs) um i have a video that i'm going to share of tracy
1: the talking tree whoa (laughs) oh no why don't i maybe it wasn't in chicago oh god
0: these giant dead eyes that just like these
1: hey like vent haven they move yes
0: they look like it looks like a big
1: Ah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it looks like somebody was cursed into a tree i wonder if this is at vent haven it should be
0: because it's kind of like
1: a tree vent (laughs) yeah yeah. So here's
0: I mean Tracy was at all of them. Here's. Oh, I don't even another remember one. this.
1: Oh my god.
0: Um yeah, so she was this like it was like the spirit of the of the Amazon and she would tell you facts about the rainforest and her eyes would blink really creepy and like there's all these eyes on all these animals and it just you're constantly <laughs> followed. <laughs> oh, geez. Um And let me tell you, it took a lot to run this space. There were uh, mental floss when they talk about how many people it took to run this experience, called it an army of navigators, who were the bartenders, safari guides, who were the waiters, trailblazers, who were the cooks, <laughs> safari assistants, who were the bussers, <laughs> and a bunch of other staff named with these like weird, like, you know, like, like they're part of a safari guide trip. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> so at the location in Fisherman's Wharf, it took a staff of around five hundred people to run to work the location. That's 125 people per shift.
1: What? Oh to my. work
0: at these locations. That's what? so these original like so in these photos you can see they had these some of them had these giant fish tanks, some of them oh, that would span God. over arches, but there would be a lot some of them had these massive fish tanks with real tropical fish. And but there's also the original restaurants included wild animals. Wow,
1: okay. They were
0: yeah, <laughs> they were brought in and handled by professional trainers. Oh my god. Um, so the there would even be so most of the time there were they were like exotic birds that were brought in by handlers, but sometimes other exotic animals were brought in as an educational component. Oh my god, <laughs> to your dining experience. <sighs> um, but besides like all the 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 fake trees and the animatronic animals and the real fish tanks and these people walking around with actual birds, the ceiling when it in parts where it wasn't covered with all these vines, there was a glittering fiber optic night sky. That was that was like complete with like real constellation of like equatorial South America, like what would be the constellations up there? That was like this fiber op- optic like net like installation done by this lighting company and designer that so it actually had the night sky.
1: Wow. and, and okay. but wait,
0: but wait, there's more. Oh my god. So not only that. But apparently in some of these early restaurants, the HVAC system would pump out the scent of fresh flowers. (laughs) But wait, there's still more experience. Oh, boy. (laughs) Can't wait. Every 20 minutes, an orchestrated thunderstorm rips through Rainforest Cafe, (laughs) made possible by sound effects, light... Real mist misted out onto um, every the the diners, the staff, the live animals, the animatronics. That can, that must be really good for machine animals. That um, mm-hmm. an increased water flow at the waterfalls and the streams, um, the change in the anima, in the animals' behaviors, like the animatronic animals would like react to it. Oh my! God. There's a soundtrack. There's like crashing lights and like thunder noises. Every 20
1: minutes. <laughs> oh my god, Sarah. Can you imagine working here? Oh Lord, right? <laughs> I'm just like, you and me have both worked service industry, right? Yeah. <laughs> like retail just, service, right? Yes. And yes. you know, just the like holiday CDs that they play over and over until mm-hmm. like you're ready to like poke mm-hmm. your eyes out with your mm-hmm. pen. Um like I can't imagine. <laughs>
0: The I'm Twitch every time it. you knew, like twenty minutes, like you just start like you knew this thunderstorm do you was have coming to cover with the love. food? <laughs> oh my god, and it's loud. I mean, it changes the whole dynamic of the restaurant. So it gets very like it's a thunderstorm. <laughs> and it happens every
1: twenty minutes. I mean, I still remember I did an internship in American Girl and mm. one of their soundtracks had this, you know, the American Girl performers, and it was like Baba do Bow. <laughs>
0: And you're still scarred by
1: it. I can't, that comes in my brain at the weirdest times because I heard it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I can't imagine. And do you cover the food? (laughs) Like, are you carrying the stuff out? And you're like, oh shit, right? I (laughs) I think everything is just damp.
0: I think you get damp. Everything's just damp. Can you imagine working a full shift and just being damp? Don't wear any makeup,
1: don't wear no mascara. (laughs) Everything is just damp. Um, oh, moldy!
0: Oh, god. And so this, they build this type of um, experience as entertainment. Oh, god! Because it's not a show; it's not dinner and a show. <laughs>
1: well, you yeah, are like that's right. in
0: this experience. It is like you are you're supposed to be experiencing
1: the rainforest. <laughs> I, do you think they they had the Flower smell come in because perhaps there is mold. How could there not be? Do you see all the shit hanging from the, the vines? ceiling? How do you clean that? Oh my god.
0: Have you ever been in like a, re- a restaurant that has like a lot of like f- like fake ivy or fake flowers and like you yeah. walk in and you can see like it hasn't been dusted, but those are like only a couple bouquets or w- maybe like one wall covered right. with it. This is the entire restaurant.
1: Well, listen. Covered. Remember this was the decade, right, that everybody had like fake flowers and vines and all kinds oh, of god. crap in their house, right? Right? Because of the rainforest cafe, <laughs> I think he was just pulling on that trend too. Because like everybody had that hanging off. There was a sale like, at Joanne's. Yeah, and yeah, or like Michael's. Oh, let's go get the fake yeah. flowers, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. But oh my you know, God. like when you see
0: it and it's like got the dust kind of like hanging um, off and stuff. Can you? Well, I mean, maybe it would just blend in. Maybe the mist like cleaned watered it. <laughs> it. I don't. I don't know. There's so much. There's so much stuff in here. And again, it's. <laughs> eatertainment dinner on a show would be better than this like this is so much worse than dinner in a show it's a constant barrage of just think of think of everything that you are experiencing oh. the, just the, the the environment of all the different colors and the different sizes and textures that are created by like the decoration you have these glowing fish tanks you have like moving animals and you have like giant leaves and butterflies moving their wings and things like swaying and the wind blowing and then you also have these sounds like these animal sounds constantly (laughs) going on at the same time and then you have water misting you and a thunderstorm every 20 minutes and probably wow. children screaming and crying because this place oh, sure. is terrifying and too much. <laughs> this is too much. I am getting sensory overload, like, looking at these photos, and I just remember being there, just being like,
1: <gasps> Right? <laughs> it's, it's too much. It's too much. Oh, my too God. Because uh, there's even tablecloths, you know, with the glass covers. hmm So, like, mm-hmm. that isn't even, like, a place for your eye to rest, right? Like, a plain wooden table. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's got to have flowers all over it. Right. And all of this done in, like, an homage to saving the rainforest. (laughs) You know, I could see something like this at a big zoo, right? Mm Because you're at the zoo, you know? Yeah. Some version of this. But, like, in the middle of a city, it makes no sense.
0: Yeah. In uh, international, there's one in Malta, (laughs) the United Arab Emirates. Oh, no. One in, like, in Dubai. Um, downtown Chicago, like Chicago. That's the one I went to. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. All I've been explaining up to this point is just the experience bodily of being in this space. So you might be wondering about the food.
1: Yes. I don't remember it. So there you go.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Because this was not like authentic it wasn't referential to the food of that region or anything like that. It wasn't trying to bring in regional cuisine to this space, to the, to the Rainforest Cafe. They were not trying to bring in any, like, authenticity to the cuisine. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> let's start you off. We're going to have—let's start off with an appetizer. Maybe you want to get the awesome appetizer adventure, which consists of— Ch- Chimmy cha's, spinach and artichoke dip, and cheese sticks. Oh, and chicken strips. For oh, okay. a cool $23.49. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or you could get the beef lava nachos. <laughs> that does not evoke good feelings <laughs> oh,
1: in that, general. That evokes a rumbly in the tumbly. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. For only $19.99. Oh, you're, you're 20 bucks. You can go have your own... Uh, Volcano, <laughs> mm-hmm. beef <laughs> lava,
0: beef lava, beef lava nachos.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, this is great.
0: <laughs> uh, but now let's move on to dinner. We've we've had our fill of beef lava nachos. Um, we can get a taste of the islands: oh, coconut, God. Caribbean coconut shrimp and scallops and tilapia, overseasonal vegetables. You can get just the Caribbean coconut fried shrimp. Um, you can get English-style fish and chips. Okay. You can get (laughs) China Island chicken salad. Oh. Um, or the Rasta pasta. (laughs) I feel like there's a little bit of cultural whiplash (laughs) happening with this menu. Anyways. If you haven't filled up on your on all, all of that delightful, overpriced food, you can finish off your meal with a sparkling volcano. Oh, God. <laughs> a giant, rich chocolate brownie cake stacked up high, served with warm vanilla ice cream, creamy whipped topping, caramel, and chocolate sauces, which apparently in the original restaurants, in, in the olden days, um, <laughs> back in the day when they were at their height it would come with a giant like sparkler on it so it would come out and it would be an event at the meal
1: oh my god mhm though
0: i don't see the connection between like a gi- like sparkling volcano for the ice cream and the beef lava nachos and they're all coming from the same place <laughs> what volcano
1: is this this is the Stop. you know the disneyfication that happened in the 90s of like everything mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: But if a sparkling volcano with the sparklers, which apparently they do not use anymore, well, which is really sad, it's not safe. Um, you can get the <laughs> tribal cheesecake. Oh, jeez. <laughs> which is an adventurous New York style cheesecake uh, with whipped cream or raspberry and chocolate sauce.
1: Super tribal.
0: <laughs> super tribal. Trying to see the tribal New York cheesecake. With ice cream sauce connection there, oh. but sure. <laughs> oh, what a place. But your experience has not ended with your mediocre food. Do not worry. <laughs> and you're misting. <laughs> and like, the misting. You're like, now damp. Like you're a spider, you know? You're damp, <laughs> you're full, you're sticky, you're traumatized by all the sounds. You everything is screeching, including your child. Oh god. Oh, and now you have to survive a gift shop. <laughs>
1: Okay, here we
0: go. Because the gift shop that spilled over into the restaurant, but not enough that the things would get misted on. Right. It was dry in there. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome to, as they say, exit through the gift shop. There are stuffed animals, bright plastic keychain, shirts, hat, bags, all the Rainforest Cafe swag <laughs> that you can want. I'm sure, like, with some promise of every part of the, like, the price... Being donated to Saving the Rainforest, that was probably so minimal um, because these things were probably so
1: overpriced. Oh, I'm sure.
0: That it didn't matter. (laughs) But God, if you had a child and after you had already finished all of this and they were just like overhyped on all the like ultra stimulus that they were getting from literally every sense. All senses are being (laughs) accosted by the Rainforest Cafe at this point. Now there are things that they can take, that you, that you can buy them for them to take home. So good luck surviving that without like dropping even more money.
1: On <laughs> uh, um, plastic crap, you know. Um, that, plastic like plastic crap or
0: a t-shirt <laughs> or a stuffed animal. And like, how can you look at it? But it's full of the rainforest.
1: Right. And they'll oh, never fuck. look at it again, right? You get it home and it's like, ah, uh. <laughs> Exactly. Sarah.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Oh but again, God. think
0: of the name. Rainforest Cafe, a wild place to shop and eat. Oh, shop first. Exactly. Yeah. Shop is okay. first. This thing is commercial <laughs> to the core. This is like the name even like negates its like dedication to saving the rainforest. It's about commerce. It's about buying things. It's about you spending your money in this
1: place. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much.
0: And so some of the original ones were, like, really, Schusler like, gave a lot of attention to them, and they were all different, and he had, like, a lot of hand in how they were doing it, but then they got a little bit more commercialized, and they started losing some of their magic, and then also as the cultural obsession with saving the rainforest faded, so did kind of this, like, grasping onto it through, like, these eatertainment places. Again, Disney had it, but... This place kind of lost its sheen along with everybody's, you know, okay. kind of group forgetting of like it kind of they were kind of over the rainforest and kind of moved on to other things. Uh, so out of the 45, there are only now 23 rainforest cafes open. From what I read, the quality of entertainment has diminished. You know, people have gone places where the water features have dried up. There's no longer like some of the animatronics are not working or need to be repaired. There's no live animals anymore. The, there's no sparklers on the volcano, on the sparkling <laughs> volcano. That's and then the it was last straw. Like, <laughs> it's the last straw. You did not take those sparklers away. That is, the, <laughs> And it's just kind of like the the shine has dulled on it. You know, there's not, many of them don't like mist anymore. So it's not even, you don't even get soggy. Um, and oh, geez. Yeah, so it's gone st- <laughs> Dale, uh, and the only remaining Rainforest Cafe with live parrots is located in downtown Disney in Anaheim. Um, yeah. Only because of a contractual requirement in place before uh, the sale, because the Rainforest Cafe and as a cafe as a chain was sold to Landry's at some point, and that's I think where it got overly commercialized or it lost some of that quality quality touch. <laughs> I guess the food also used to be much better before it. Kind of changed hands.
1: Okay, so like if it was mildly... always, yeah, if it was already bland, then what happened?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But don't worry about Steven Schusler. He's doing okay. just fine. Oh,
1: I bet he is.
0: <laughs> he has continued to accost the world with increasingly more abusive entertainment venues. Oh, no. Like T-Rex, a prehistoric family adventure, a place to eat, shop, explore, and discover. Oh, God. <laughs> And also, he trademarks all these names, just FYI. Yak and Yeti restaurant, located inside Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park in Orlando, a unique Asian fusion restaurant and quick service market. Wow. The Galaxy Drive-In, Aliens, Humans, and All of Our Four-Legged Friends Welcome, trademark, (laughs) is located in St. Louis Park in Minnesota and offers an- intergalactic retro futuristic and pet friendly experience with a delicious menu comprised of galactic burgers rocket dogs root beer floats saturn onion rings and more all right i would probably go to that <laughs> i mean that sounds kind of fun yeah. you get a s'more kit um oh, okay <laughs> and you can play outdoor chess
1: oh well at the at the space at the drive-in place <laughs> with your
0: pet with your dog
1: why is it just that's so weird? Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: <laughs> and if none of those tickle your fancy, don't worry, there's other ones in the mix like Arrow Blue, the spirit of cool, and didn't give anything besides the name, G Imperial Kitchen, Asian Antiquities and Culture, sorry, Z Imperial Kitchen, Asian Antiquities and Culinary Art. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Which is intended as an Asian themed restaurant and has been in the work for fifteen years. Wow. For it, Schusler bought two this is this is this is what I read, two rat infested forty foot containers loaded with broken pieces of two hundred year old Chinese history from the King Dynasty for a cheap price, quote unquote, from uh, one of the articles that I read. What? The pieces were part of a large statues of warriors and ships made from whale and water buffalo bone. Schusler then asked Kim Anderson, his exhibits and logistics manager, to put it all together. That oh. project took 15 years.
1: Oh, my God. That's a long time.
0: <laughs> They're putting Look together, sweet. like, antiquities that he bought, like, two giant, like, containers of 200-year-old relics to be put oh. together and put into basically... That version of a rainforest cafe. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> for ent- for entertainment, you know why not? <laughs> I just... So there's also Winter Wonderland, the magic of winter oh, coming up. Sorcerer's Kitchen, a school of wizardry, food, and magic. And then remember, these are all tm'd. All uh, of them tm'd. Of course they are. <laughs> uh, water, fire, and ice. Polar Ultra Lounge, the hottest place on ice. <laughs> Pizza Market TM. Really, you're trademarking Pizza Market? Okay. (laughs) And Mahogany Bay, the classic wooden boats and great food. Okay. (laughs) And if you want to learn more about how this visionary of intangible concepts ticks, you can buy his book, It's a Jungle, in there. Inspiring lessons, hard won insights, and other acts of entrepreneurial daring. Or oh, hire goodness. him to speak at your private event for a cool $20,000 to $30,000 per event.
1: Whoa. Uh, He's that's doing steep. fine. <laughs> God. So there it is oh. the Rainforest Cafe. So, what is that? Like, if you want your wedding there, <laughs> I can run it out. Oh, no, no, you can hire him to speak at your event. Oh, I was going to say, I'm like, you run out one of the... Okay, I got you now. I was confused. <laughs> no,
0: but I am sure that many I'm, of his other places you could probably... Oh, I'm sure he's not averse to that.
1: <laughs> Mm-mm. Okay. I think
0: anything for the dollar, he will... This, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Uh, We can look forward to all of those coming in the future. The Rainforest Cafe might be drying up and going extinct, but, you know, there's more to look forward to. There's more to be traumatized by... Oh my god! And while you while you eat overpriced nachos,
1: think about buying this building that one of these was in, and you're going to turn it into like you know something not dirty, right? <laughs> and moldy. <laughs> but you got to take all this stuff out. Think about well, how yeah, long that would animals, take. The
0: fish tanks. Look at the, the miles and miles of fake vines.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm like, oh, God. You know? Don't forget <laughs> about Tracy, the talking tree.
0: She's got shit to say, and she's probably trapped in that tree forever. I mean, that is, that's not a, that's a cursed oh person. God.
1: If you buy so, that, do you take that home for grandkids?
0: <laughs> Put it in the I yard? don't know. Do you love your grandkids or do you hate them? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. Well, what is your goal? Oh, it's so wacky. Oh, Why were we so, so weird in the 90s? <laughs>
0: I don't know. I'm I mean, it's coming off the cocaine high of the 80s and headed into like the excesses of the 90s and I just I just I want to know what happened to the animals.
1: Yeah. Steven. I'm worried about that. What happened to Charlie? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm a little concerned. I'm 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 a little
0: concerned. Ugh. What other things are is he buying, and how did he get them in the first place? So,
1: right, that's the Rainforest Cafe, a place to, you know, shop and eat. You know, if you want to shop and eat, you can go to Bass Pro Shops now. They have a similar, looks very similar actually to the mm. photo. <laughs> it's all entertainment to me. I'm just saying they got these huge fish tanks. How do I know this? Well, I was in there. Long before COVID for something. I don't even remember what. Maybe, I think it's because we were going to see the eclipse, me and David, that just mm-hmm. went through the U.S. And we went to get another, like, bedroll, like, puff, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we're like, you want to eat in the restaurant? <laughs> I do not Best recall Shop the is food. The new Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, I don't recall the food at all. I, I, it was just food. <laughs> so, I remember
0: Cracker Barrel food more than I remember Now Rainforest Cracker Cafe Barrel food.
1: food is good. You get, you That's get, another
0: experience place. That might have to be on the next edition of Good Eats, but it is. Or Bad, e- Bad Eats. Bad Eats but, yeah.
1: But I'll tell um, you what, the chicken, hmm That's good stuff.
0: Yeah. But like so, you, I remember nothing of the food that I ate here at Rainforest Cafe. No. no. Nothing. I forgot. About do the I remember missing. being damp? Yeah. Do I remember being damp? <laughs> yes. A hundred percent yes. I remember being damp. I forget
1: that. Oh, my God. So that's the Rainforest Cafe. Good You're one, Sarah. Bad eats. That's some serious bad eats.
0: This brought back some serious memories. I...
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. I bet it did. This is like Xanadu for you. I could smell it. I could smell that chlorinated water. Oh, Jesus. oh In 20 minutes. <laughs>
0: Thunderstorms.
1: So you get at least one while you're eating there. Yeah. Probably two. Mm-hmm. In between breakdowns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In between. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should mention there is a, a kind of a biography type book on the Lemps. Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention this uh, by Rebecca Pittman. I don't have the title. But okay. if you look up Rebecca Pittman as an author, she wrote a book on the family. I do not have that either because I just found that out while I was researching, but um, I think I might get that one too (laughs) to add to the weird library. The bad architecture (laughs) bookshelf is growing.
0: It is. This is going to be great. This is going to be great.
1: It's awesome. Um, I have a badass. You do have a badass this week. I do. And I have a box from you. You should open your box.
0: For the second episode in (laughs) a row, Erin has sent me something to open, to prepare me, and integrate into our episode. And this makes me so excited.
1: My badass is Maxim's in Paris. I've never heard of it. Yes, you have. You must have. have. You must have. It's an Art Nouveau wonder. (sighs) Stop. It is. So I would imagine in, like, Scotland, maybe, you know, there's some... McIntyre stuff still, you know, that you can go in, but mm-hmm. but I think it's the only one left that's truly exactly what it was, decorative-wise, like all, all of the finishes okay. and all of the sconces and lighting and everything else. I don't know
0: if I know this. I don't know if I've heard of Maxim's. Okay,
1: so Maxim's is a cafe. You can have lunch and dinner there, and it started as just a cafe, by Guillard, I think his name is. So he just started this little cafe. I've got a picture of what it used to look like. Mm-hmm. Maxime Guiard, right? Guillard, I'm terrible at French accents. So this is what it looks like. It's cute little storefront, Aww. right? Okay. But look at those waiters looking all I smart know. and they're like, they got those jackets jackets really aprons. long aprons. Yeah. <laughs> they're really cute. Um so he started this and you know it kind of got going and it's on the Rue Royale, right? <laughs> so it's like fancy right in the middle. Fancy. Yeah, um in around 1900, like just before, I guess he sells it to a guy named Eugene. Oh, I'm find his Eugene Cornouche, I mm-hmm. think you would say it. Um in 1898, that's when he did it. So he gives it to, or sells it or whatever to Eugene Cornouche, who decides he's going to make this some Art Nouveau Palace for the exposition in 1900. So it is, the facade at least is ready by 1900. And I'm going to call that up. These will be in the compendium. I've got got photos. So as you can see, it was just a normal little storefront from the turn of the century. Now it's, (laughs) what he did is he put this beautiful wood, like, Sweeping, if you don't know what Art Nouveau oh is, God. right? Yeah. So, like, David brought this to my attention that I said Beaux Arts back in episode three. And he says, oh, I don't the, know um, what that is. And I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, because I don't think about it. So, Art Nouveau, if you want to think of like, the elf houses in Lord of the Rings movies like the elf buildings <laughs> right <laughs> it's it's like that so for someone who hasn't studied you know architecture or art movements that it looks like that so it's real swoopy it's usually a little bit asymmetrical this is pretty a lot symmetrical of though shapes. yeah or orga- it's inspired by nature you know it's really amazing and it's usually one of a kind like if you have a piece of jewelry that's art nouveau it wasn't mass produced so it's like um, it, it's kind of married to the arts and crafts movement, which is also a movement where things are supposed to be original and and mm-hmm. unique. And why waste your time on the same stuff over and over? You know, like it makes your life boring. So the whole thing was is that you know to beautify like almost every surface and whatever. So I have a, a close up from Maxim's website, by the way. Um, which is very nice, uh, of what looks like some kind of, maybe it's their desk or a counter. I don't know, but it's got their initial. The thing about Art Nouveau is some people might find it creepy. Like some people find Second Empire houses creepy, right? The Mm -hmm. Norman Bates ones. (laughs) Right. Whereas someone yeah. like me looks at this and goes, my God, it's gorgeous, right? You know, so I think it's kind of a subjective thing.
0: <laughs> it is. It's, a, It's you know, if people have like affinities for certain styles, but this like this M is like this very stylized M capped with it looks like three flowers and then these geometric shapes over it. And yes. it is just stunning. And the
1: whiplash curve, which is a curve yes. that curves and then whips back up. And it's yeah. very, um, Art Nouveau is my favorite art movement <laughs> so like it's one of those things that you find over and over in there it has its basis in nature and I spent like two years trying to find this like looking at nature <laughs> when I was outside trying to find this whiplash curve and I found it it's in nature all over the place and mm. so it's a really cool thing so they've been you know it, it's still open right they do have other locations um but I chose just this one because it's the, the original. original and it's like the same so the interiors are inspired and this is a quote by fauna flora and feminine charm so one of the things of the art nouveau movement everybody's seen the mooka poster of the girl smoking a cigarette with the crazy hair you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's gorgeous so that's like art nouveau in like a nutshell like pretty girls lots of hair everything's decorated with dragonflies yes so, inside, you'll find red poppies, lilies, irises, chestnut leaves, dragonflies, butterflies, insects, and birds. And it's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to call up an interior. So, the lighting is inspired by nature. So, they look almost like a crocus or snowdrop flowers hanging down, like, mm-hmm. over this. That's got to be the counter with the M on it. Um, it's dim lighting when you go there at night. There's beautiful sconces that look like, I don't know, they look like flowers too. Um, Okay, I'll do the one during the day. So during the day, the lighting is different. You know, they don't have all the moody lighting going. And you can, the carpet is this wild print. Everything's got tablecloths and little lampshade lights on the tables, double lampshades. Mm -hmm. And then like the ceiling is just Decorated to the nines. There's pillars holding things up. I think they're cast iron. They look like it. There's a beautiful Art Nouveau mirror. It's a big oval with these swirly shapes on the top. Again, think Elf Residence from Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. <laughs> like, I, I'm just trying to find a common reference where people might know. Um, and there's paintings uh, alongside. Uh, this is ladies, mm-hmm. ladies sitting in nature with beautiful, like flowing robes on. <laughs>
0: I mean it is it is like a jewel box. It is decorated. Oh my god. Kabam. <laughs> okay, yes. this looks like something off of a movie set it where does. like the femme fatale is meeting somebody and it's oh my gosh, you can hear piano music playing. You can hear the chatter of other people. You are like this is a space that you can feel stories happening all around you in it's that theatrical it looks like a set it's insane
1: that's what this place is so this place is literally a place where you go to be seen and a lot of people are regulars you know you go for lunch at maxim's a couple times a week at least right Mm -hmm. so um they use some artists from what's called the nancy school in Paris. Now, I'm not sure what this is. And I've studied a lot of Art Nouveau stuff, but this is from Maxim's website. So, like, mm-hmm. it's from the source. Uh, apparently, the Nancy School was some kind of, like, Belle pock Art Nouveau place where they use these artists to create these interiors. Mm. And you can see it, right? So, like, this is a place where people like Edward Seventh went, you know, the guy who abdicated. Uh, Proust. Let's see. Wow. Oh my God, Greta Garbo, Marlena Dietrich, right? Like royalty, like stars, artists. This was like an artist hub where people would go and have lunch and like talk about art ideas. So it's like one of those places that I really hope never changes. Mm-hmm. They have to keep these things. I mean, they're amazing. It's also been in movies. <laughs> it's been in a lot of movies actually, but one in particular was Gigi that I thought about, um, and I have a picture of that.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I mean just the attention to all the decorative finishes. everything, everything has a touch to it.
1: There it is in Gigi. There you see the mirror behind oh them. Gosh. right? In the movie. Yeah. it's a still from the movie. I'll put that in the compendium too. Um, this is one of the little corners. There's paintings all around the walls. It's like mm-hmm. a, it's just stunning. The other thing is, is this Eugene had a secret. He called it the secret for getting people to want to come in. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides, you know, our new Besides boat. just want to see yeah. that,
0: that absolutely jaw-dropping interior of just like, oh. right.
1: And besides the three-star Michelin rating they held until 1978, okay? So, like, this was like a serious place to go eat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he says, quote, an empty room? Never. I always have a beauty sitting by the window and view from the sidewalk. So, like, people would be, you know, like, he had
0: paid window dressing. He had yes. people being window dressing. Oh my gosh!
1: Yes, to entice people in. Wow, here's some of the pictures, oh uh, paintings, and statuary. And of course, like they're always nymph. women. Yeah. They're always nymph-like women, right? Yes, of w- course. With beautiful hair and flowing robes, sometimes naked with like a see-through robe, like this one. <laughs> and with great boobs. Yep, great good boobs. hair. Yep, a good figure. You know, not Pale too skin. thin, not too fat. Right? <laughs> you know, like, Tail like that perfect middle. There's one yep. drinking. She looks a little drunk. There seems to be what I would term an event space or a bar. And this is upstairs, mm-hmm. obviously, because there's like this beautiful, it's like a mirrored ceiling. And there's oh this beautiful gosh. half window that goes to the floor. So I'm picturing the front of the building, and there's those half windows like above mm-hmm. the base facade. And that's what I imagine this to be. And it's just like wild print carpet, you know, like oh lots God, of wood. Oh, my God, I want to be in there. So shiny. I want to be
0: in that place. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. I I want to immerse myself in that place. That is incredible.
1: And I have one more picture that I also named, look, look at this fucking ceiling. <laughs> 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 because it's a stained glass ceiling oh over where God. you eat. And then at night, the light is dark, and I think it's a red light through it. Or like mm-hmm. a reddish light. But during the day, apparently, there's what looks wow. like a daylight. I can't be because it's a two-story. <laughs> oh my God. But it's I mean fabulous. that space is memorable for the best reasons. Yes, yes, that's why it's my badass. so I don't want it to ever change. Wow. Now, the thing is, in 1978, when it lost its three-star rating, um, so the owner at the time, because it's changed owners a few times, but it's always been Maxim's, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a brand, too. It's not just a place. So when it lost the three-star rating, what happened was, is the owner actually requested to have the rating drop because it was more like an hors d'oeuvres place than in a restaurant. Oh, like a full-fledged right. meal. It was more small. Right, at the time. And... Um, some people think it's so he could save face.
0: <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. I wanted to have less stars. Right. That was my decision. The less stars was my choice. I asked for it. No, no, no. We didn't lose it. I gave it back.
1: Right. That's the, that's okay. So there's an article from the New York Times in 1978 that talks about this. And then they discuss another eatery that's like apparently amazing at the time. I mean, I can see where if you your food's kind of gone a little downhill and you've been three star, you might want to save some face, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and it's the brand too. So it's it's literally a brand. Like this is a place like Lady Gaga just went there when she was in Paris. <laughs> you know, wow. it's a place where you go. Mm-hmm. And to me, unlike the Rainforest Cafe, if the food was like maybe, you know, meh, the interior makes up for it, right? So like this is one of those things that you go for the experience of it. Yes.
0: In a different way than going for the experience of Rainforest Cafe. Right. But like in don't a get good way. In there. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Right. Well now, I read some reviews <laughs> of oh, Maxim's no. and Much like Venice, you know, how people say, oh, it smells like canals, right? Mm -hmm. Well, no, it doesn't. I've been there. You can smell some water, but it doesn't Mm -hmm. smell, okay? People, Venice doesn't smell. If you've not been there, it doesn't smell. Everybody cool it, okay? (laughs) so like It's by water. You will smell water. Yeah, you'll smell some water, but it doesn't smell like sewage or anything. I mean, calm down, all right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jeez, if it doesn't smell like a you know, what are those Febreze or like, you know, one of those old sprayers that, you know, it must be dirty. And that's not true. One of the reviews said it smelled musty and it was overpriced. Well, it probably is overpriced. It's Paris. I, I'm willing to grant that. And it's Maxims. Okay. It's been around oh for really? over a hundred years. <laughs> okay, Yeah. And it's, it's the on same. the Rue
0: Royale. Yeah.
1: Okay. So it's probably overpriced. That's fine. But does it smell musty or just does it smell old? Now, I love the smell of old. Buildings Mm -hmm. and Sarah, I know you do too. So it's
0: like it's it's like the patina that a building takes on visually, but this one is like that. It's a patina you can smell. It's something
1: yeah that smells like old wood, you know. And it's actually a good smell. Now, if you've spent your life in new construction and having like you know constant Febreze and whatever, I mean, I imagine that that might smell weird (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you've never been in an old building, right? Yeah. Um, So I can. I can see maybe where that came from. I don't agree with that. So I feel like if we went in there, Sarah, you and me, and we sat down, we would just be overwhelmed and like ready to cry with how beautiful it was. I would cry for
0: the right reasons. Yeah, (laughs) I would cry for the right reasons. Not the wrong reasons. In this restaurant.
1: (laughs) Right? And um, not out of terror. Not out of terror and overstimulation.
0: This would be like the tears of just like, oh my gosh, taking in a masterpiece. Right.
1: Now, I imagine this is a little bit of an overstimulation because Art Nouveau is like that. uh, At least one branch of it.
0: Yes, but there's not screaming birds. Exactly. Or a talking tree.
1: It's not kitschy. It was done for the art of it. And the scale of it is beautiful. So on that note, I ordered us, Sarah, open your box. (laughs) Oh my gosh. There's a, a little French import store in Downers Grove, La Pannière Francaise, <laughs> and you can order French imports online through this place. And this is
0: me tearing like a raccoon.
1: So I ordered some kitsch from Maxim's. I'm <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. I am like a raccoon. I am...
1: You are like a raccoon. It's okay.
0: I am. I'm technically three raccoons in a trench coat. I'm not actually an adult. Okay.
1: <laughs> so... You know me too. So here's the deal. I decided let's try some stuff from Maxims and decide for ourselves. Now I realize this isn't the actual restaurant, okay? And it's the <gasps> the stuff you is would that buy. A Tower? It is. It's the stuff that you would buy like at the gift shop, you know, as you're leaving. <laughs> Cuz there is a gift shop here a gift too.
0: Shop. Oh, my, of course. You know what? <laughs> of course there is. Of course, no Maxims. No, you've let me down, but oh my no, god. No,
1: there okay. has to be though, because it's a brand, right? So like that's true. What I sent Sarah and what I order for myself is a little tiny Eiffel Tower tin full of dark chocolate pearls, they call it.
0: That's the sound of it. And it says oh
1: Maxims god. on it. And then
0: And it's got the font, is the M. Yes. But it's the M making up the, the Eiffel Tower.
1: Oh my god. It's is awesome, me. isn't it? And then yes. um and then I sent Sarah and also myself um a tangerine and nougat delight. It's uh it's a jam of some kind. And we're this gonna is try why you it.
0: Texted me, do you like jam? Yes. This is important. That was the best text I've ever gotten. <laughs> it was random. Do you like jam? This is important. <laughs> I was like, okay, yes, I love jam.
1: It was so random too, like out of nowhere. And and of course it's got the M and the sticker on the top, which I can't open. And uh yeah, it's just gorgeous. It's got the Maxims de Paris, Paris, and it's got the it's got. There's a little drawing that is associated with the Maxims uh, logo, and it's uh, people on long skirts eating and tuxes. <laughs> it's very cute. It's very, um, you know, like that black cat poster that was so popular for so long. Yes, the Art Nouveau one. Yeah. Yes. It's Le it's that that style of drawing. Yeah. So, I, almost have freed one thing. I also mm-hmm. ordered tea, Sarah. I didn't get you that. I ordered mine after yours and this I thought I'd amazing. try it. So, Maxim's blend, and I've been drinking it this whole time. And frankly, it just tastes like good tea, but like, because like, <laughs> I don't taste anything than,
0: different. At least it doesn't taste like bad tea. No, it's
1: just decent tea, you know. Okay.
0: I have almost freed the jam. Oh my gosh! Oh, the label is beautiful. It's
1: just ugh. oh my god. When you open the Eiffel Tower, there's a little like a little paper with Maxims on it to like hold all the pearls in. Let's do the chocolate. Okay, let me. Oh, yours is really wrapped. Okay, hold on. Mine is. Mine's been mummified. <laughs> hey, it's and an I sp- talked. A... I talked to the owners of this La Panier store. And she's like. And this is
0: in Downers Grove? Yeah.
1: And they're French. Yeah. It's so cute. Like, I How called do there. They in
0: Downers Grove.
1: Uh, I think they just live there. It's a family business. I, I called there just to make sure that yours was being shipped out, you know, like the next day or whatever. And she's like, hello. <laughs> she answers it. Okay, oh Evan. It's <laughs> so cute. The, I, I loved her. She's very this nice. Is a, you are the, this
0: is amazing, Erin. This is like <laughs> so incredible i'm almost freed it hold on
1: ralph could probably cut some of our freeing <laughs> you know yes just saying. this is
0: this is in there yeah sorry okay. no it's it came all in one piece this is a stunning again it's like the black and gold yeah it's
1: gorgeous.
0: i feel like an influencer i'm like
1: Unbox. i'm gonna keep it's this tin of course once i eat the chocolate oh my gosh okay it's fabulous i'll put it Opening, on my little desk
0: how do i open it
1: Okay, there's little stickers on there Ooh, to hold okay. it closed.
0: Got it. I can do this. I can open things. There's
1: one sticker. All right, Sarah, I don't want you to think I'm going to send you a, <laughs> a no, present is- every time, but like, I had to, I'm like, well, let's this give it a is- shot, you know? <sighs> I mean, okay. if they say it's bad, okay, or not as good, whatever, but let's try at least the marketed stuff and see. Okay.
0: Gonna try, I'm gonna try a little chocolate. There's a little pearls.
1: I know I'm gonna try one too. Are you ready?
0: Uh-huh.
1: I like the texture. Mm-hmm. The Not purple. a strong flavor. No, but it's dark chocolate. It's just enough. Mm-hmm. It's like eating a it's just really enough. good chocolate chip, you know, but the texture is better.
0: And the texture is good and it doesn't have that kind of like waxy feel. Mm-mm. Oh my
1: gosh. That's good. Okay. This is Maxim's chocolate. Pearls are good. <laughs> That is amazing. I have my toast ready. <laughs> so let's try this. Uh, sorry, I didn't prepare you for toast. I should okay. to have texted you to have toast ready. Toast. I'm
0: gonna, again, I'm a raccoon. I'm just going to stick <laughs> my little like, finger in it and just.
1: Okay, first, oh first I'm going to the... try it. I'm going to put my. Here we go. Okay. Mm. That's really okay. That's really good. That's really good. That's really good. I didn't really expect good. it to be that good.
0: You don't need toast. You just need a spoon. Oh my this god! Is...
1: I'm gonna put a little on the toast and take a bite. Mm.
0: That's... okay. Aaron, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Maxims. thank you, Aaron. Mmm. Oh, welcome. Wow. Hey, I, I want. We need to go there in person. That's we some, need some to good add eats this to our list. <laughs> that is some. That's <laughs> careful. That might be trademarked.
1: Oh, sorry, sorry.
0: <laughs> that's d- delicious. That's great eats.
1: That's great eats cut wow. that good
0: eats um oh my gosh really that was ooh. I've never heard of that place and that is that's got like an aftertaste kick to it it's nice it does it it's i'm a fan this you can, is going to be like my
1: special you think the tangerine is going to be a little overpowering and it I, is not no it's just enough and then at the end there's like a tangerine kind of hit mm. um like up in your nose almost like it's really good Okay, so here's, here's what I think. We haven't been there. I think the food is probably pretty good based mm-hmm. on this. This is apparently one of their jam blends. So the if tea... If jam is that good. The tea was tea. I would say I would give this a, a good rating, <laughs> even though we've never from, been from there. My <laughs> chocolate,
0: from my, my chocolate and my tangerine jam, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of their packaging.
1: Yes. It's good packaging. It really is. A lot of style.
0: Oh, now I want to go back to Paris and go there.
1: Five stars,
0: (laughs) five stars, all around. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) we're fans across the board. Yeah,
1: so that's my badass.
0: That is that's amazing. I want to go there. That looks stunning. That just looks jaw dropping. I just I want that sound. That's the food experience, the dining experience, the entertainment that I want.
1: Yes, mine too. And you know, obviously. Almost everybody does because it's still here and it's still the same. And I think they realize that if they change anything, that it's mm-hmm. just not going to have the same appeal, even if the food is good.
0: Yeah, I mean, the cultural history in that place is just
1: incredible. Five stars across the board. 100%. <laughs> Yay. Well,
0: this was a really fun episode. Erin yeah. and I have been giddy about recording this one for a bit because we both were just, we both had our ideas. We were like, oh. I know what I'm doing and yes. hopefully everybody liked it. Yeah. Go
1: have some cherries,
0: Jubilee. And you know
1: <laughs> Don't
0: think about what it looks like. Enjoy the story. <laughs> Enjoy the story. And thank you for listening. Um, do the you know, say the I'm gonna say the podcast thing of rate, review, listen, like, send around to your friends and family. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Yeah. Hopefully you keep listening in. And if you have ideas for a good theme or a good place for us to cover, feel free to send them our way. Thanks guys. Thanks guys.